The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The Broncos Blitz Podcast. News and analysis to help you be a better Broncos fan. Welcome in to the Broncos Blitz Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, letter K Radio on Twitter, where today on the podcast, we're talking Garrett Bulls, we're talking offensive line, and we're talking about maybe the best offensive lineman in the league? What? Garrett Bulls? We will discuss that today on the podcast. How serious is this? Is this really legit? And how key is the Broncos offensive line to beating the Chargers this weekend? We'll discuss today on the podcast. You can take the podcast on the go, by the way. And, of course, uh, check out MileHighSports.com. Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify is where you can find the podcast in the many different locations that you get your podcasts. We come out with it every single week, multiple times per week. So if you enjoy uh, Talk on the Broncos, hopefully you enjoy the podcast. And of course, you can leave us feedback again at Ronnie K Radio, at R O N N I E, Litter K Radio on Twitter. And you can email the podcast, Ronnie K at MileHighSports.com. So the Broncos, two and four, right? Injury plagued. It's been pretty brutal. The, the turnovers, the issues at quarterback, the botched timeout situation, and, and turnovers, and Everything that happened that leaded to the uh, slow start. But then you think to yourself, well, you already know there's going to be a problem at the beginning of the year. Let's think back. Okay, well, the beginning of the year, it's it's offensive line. It's cornerback, right? It's the, the two positions that you're just thinking, gosh, well, we don't know what A.J. Boye is going to look like. We don't know really honestly what Bryce Callahan's going to look like. Uh, is this Michael Ojemudia kid really anything to, to shake a stick at? And now all of a sudden the cornerback room is this big group of strength. It's kind of been crazy to look at. And then you look at the offensive line, and what was the name that we always point to? Garrett Bowles, a guy who got one of the – look, I've covered the NFL for almost 10 years now. I don't know if I have ever seen an offensive lineman booed off the field like he was a couple years ago. We're talking about the lowest of the low. I was inside the scrum in which he talked post-game after that, vowed to be better and was somebody who was just truly hurt inside. You know, look, these players, they care. They care about their their craft. They understand when they don't play well. And my, my, how long we've come. Now, all of a sudden, you get Mike Munchak into the building, uh, a first year that doesn't look as promising as this one, and you say to yourself, well, there's really nothing Denver can do, right? They can't simply put spend the money to, uh, you know, or risk the money, if you will, uh, to bring on the, to, to uh, bring that option up. And, um, you know, because if he gets hurt, it's all guaranteed then. And so they decline the option. Uh, Garrett Bowles essentially playing on what many believe is his final year with the Denver Broncos. And here we go. Now, I'm not saying they're the Bible, okay? I'm not saying that they're the Bible because, look, no statistic is a good way to look at, uh, you know, by itself. You take a lot of different statistics. Now, all of a sudden, we, we start to say something different. But one statistic in general, and certainly one that's made up by their own third party, is is not a good way to look at it. But they certainly watch more offensive line play than I do. It's our friends over there at Pro Football Focus. And they say he is the best tackle in the league this year so far. 
Okay, we're nearly halfway through the season, by the way. This is no sa- small sample size. Okay, he's not been you know ha- pr- terrific in two games and then out, and it's just a small sample size. Nearly halfway through the season, Bulls is graded out at a ninety-one point two out of a hundred. That's elite level. Okay, elite level Garrett Bowles and uh, that, of course, uh, on top of the top 10 tackles of the league per their rankings, Bowles has uh, four total pressures ranked among best with Andrew Whitworth of the Los Angeles Rams. And of those four pressures, none of them are sacks, four hits and one hurry allowed so far this year. Uh, Now, uh, to kind of give you a scope of how that differs from previous years last year 76.1 and that was his best grade of well his career and he has made a drastic improvement now obviously look uh, you know I think the offensive linemen in general when you don't hear their name that's when you know they're they're doing something right it's kind of like penalties a, a good flowing game you know I think most people would agree that the less you hear from the officiating the better now previously this has always been a problem of course struggling and leading the league in penalties year after year after year and Garrett Bowles has cleaned it up this year and a second year with Mike Munchak and having some of that comfort with the coaching staff. And that's, in fact, that's what Vic Fangio talked about. He said, I think being with Mike Munchak a second year and having some comfortability with the coaching staff, I talked to him a lot. I think the mature maturation process has taken into effect. And, you know, it should be noted as well, too, and this is a real hat tip to, to Garrett Bowles, because this is a player who's also blocking for multiple quarterbacks of multiple different styles and different strengths that they have and yet he hasn't missed a beat this year look uh, certainly Jeff Driscoll he's he's not the um well let's just I'll put it lightly he's not the best quarterback in the world and but he's a lot more he's a lot of mobility and so this can kind of throw things off because if Driscoll's looking to get out of the pocket and move around, well, then all of a sudden, you know, you can't be holding on too long. You can't be, uh, you know, looking at, uh, you know, uh, blocking the same way like you would with Brett Rippon, who's, you know, probably going to look to to stay in the pocket a little bit more, look to step up and strong tall in that pocket. So uh, there's a different cadency. There's a different style. And now all of a sudden you say, okay, well, there's then Drew Locke that's obviously the starter throughout all this but then misses time because of injury you have this carousel you know prior like like 2017 I said was one of the the worst situations I've seen for an offensive line because you had a poor skill set you had some rookies and then on top of that you had a quarterback carousel that was rotating between who was it It was Paxton Lynch it was uh, at the time Trevor Simeon I think Brock Osweiler was in there in some way it was just bad it was so bad and more than anything it was a rotation of quarterbacks that changes the cadences and how you block as a offensive lineman this is kind of duplicating it in the same way but yet now you see how much better Garrett Bowles has been and I'm not I don't want to jinx the season by any means but a major hat tip to Garrett Bowles because this is somebody who faced more criticism as an offensive lineman than I think I've ever seen period and now all of a sudden he's looking like an offensive lineman that's going to get paid and it's crazy how quickly just a couple games change things and I think if you're Denver you look at the idea and you say you know this may be a piece that we want to retain for a while.
Okay, uh, I think it was very correct for Denver to not pick up that option. Uh, that money, I think it was somewhere upwards of 12, 13 million becomes guaranteed if Bulls got hurt, simply put. Leading up to that, Bulls did not prove that he was worthy of that option being picked up. And now all of a sudden we say, hey, you know, Denver asked a question. Or really, they didn't ask a question. They just made a, a command. Garibulls, prove it to us. Prove it to us that we should bring you on long-term and stick around uh, here in Denver. Because I, I, I don't know if Garibulls has that same type of career elsewhere. I think the value of Mike Munchak next to Garibulls is incredibly high. It, it is something that, simply put, just cannot be um, underestimated. And I, I would really worry about Bulls going somewhere else, uh, blocking for another quarterback who... Uh, you know, maybe isn't as, uh, you know, quick throwing like Drew Locke, uh, you know, and, and you know what, give credit to uh, some of the backups, you know, they, they've, they've got the football out of their hands at a fairly quick rate. I said this last year, and uh, I think this just holds true. I don't blame the offensive line so much for a lot of their woes last year, because last year, who were they blocking for? Joe Flacco, a absolute disaster of a quarterback who holds on to the football. What did you think the offensive line was going to look like? It was a bad situation. So certainly for Denver, this is interesting because now you have a potential position that maybe you're going to look at uh, retaining. Could it be on short-term money? Maybe, don't know. We'll discuss that coming up on the podcast. But, of course, we want to talk first about our betting friends and our friends over there at DraftKings Sportsbook. Of course, the NFL season very much in full swing and the action still unfolding. So head on over to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And with so many storylines across, well, pro and collegiate Sports. Well, it's the time to check out our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. The offer they have for you is tremendous. If you haven't tried the app yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. Celebrate the showdown in Happy Valley. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when placing a bet on either Ohio State or Penn State. Additionally, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. On top of those great sign-up offers, DraftKings Sportsbook, great odds boost every Sunday to help you make it rain. DraftKings, safe, reliable, secure, making it easy for you to deposit and easy to withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code MHS when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick either Penn State or Ohio State. Bet $1 on them and cash $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use the promo code MHS during sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. you got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonuses comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. So, well, let's review. Garrett Bowles, so far, so good. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if this is somebody that is going to be brought on long term. I, I think this is a player who has made the most of the opportunities that he's been given. And make no mistake, he's been given a lot of opportunities. But you know what? Credit to Garrett Bowles in the idea that, hey, this kid 
was probably should have been benched prior, but he got the the full opportunity to stick it out. And then all of a sudden he's under Mike Munchak and the growth of this head coach, a guy that the Denver Broncos are seeing and saying, Hey, could we potentially pay him? Now there's a lot of people to pay this off season. And unfortunately for Denver, there's going to be a couple of these guys that just simply put, they're not going to be able to stick around. Garrett Bowles is one of them, the left tackle. Justin Simmons, the safety, a very uh, promising piece for that Denver defense. He doesn't have a long-term deal. Shelby Harris, defensive lineman. Are you looking at keeping Shelby Harris around for the long haul? There's a lot of players and big-name ones that's simply put, got to get paid. Phillip Lindsay, running back. I mean, there's... There's a lot of names that Denver's going to have to simply put pick and choose over. And whether that ends up being something that the Broncos have and and utilize at priority positions or positions that they say they just simply can't lose, um, if they go with priority position, you got to say that Denver probably looks at bringing back the left tackle. Because that is a major priority position, you know, along the trenches with our friends uh, in Shelby Harris on the defensive line as well, too. And then maybe Justin Simmons becomes the odd man out. Maybe Denver believes that Justin Simmons, simply put, uh, just can't get the, uh, you know, can't have a secondary without him. And then they say maybe we'll we'll bring in a left tackle or, or through the draft try to bring somebody in and groom them. You know, could this have been a one-year fluke with, with Garrett Bowles? I don't know. But certainly it now brings up a lot of interesting questions moving forward for Denver because, again, uh, with the trade deadline coming up, is Denver going to be a buyer? Is Denver going to be a seller? Probably a seller, if anything, uh, maybe just holding pad. In fact, I want to get to some of your responses on that topic because – uh, this is a Denver team that, look, uh, two and four, nobody expects them to achieve anything as far as major playoff success. They had all the injuries to start the year. So it's understandable if you're a Broncos fan and you're saying, you know what, let's go ahead and sell for the rest of the year with the idea that we're going to try to come back next year. But certainly trying to be buyers at the deadline doesn't make sense for this team because what does one extra player on defense or what does one extra player on offense do to this team? Change it from 5-11 and 11 to 7-9? and nine? And then your short-term mortgaging for those players because, again, there's no gems that are just out there who are not getting paid a lot on a great contract and then uh, on a long-term basis that players teams are trying to get rid of on the cheap. Nobody, nobody's got this, all right? This isn't Wonderland. This isn't Madden, all right? This is the NFL where there's a very real price, and most midseason trades are short-term trades that could potentially become long-term, but they're going to be pricey. Simmons is a perfect example. That's a short-term deal for a potential team that wants to go all-in and get that one more defensive option. But then you look at it and you say, okay, well, if we want to keep Justin Simmons long-term, we're paying a pant load. You know, we're paying upwards of 17, 18 million per year for that safety. So, you know, does that make sense for us on the short term? Maybe on the long term, don't know because we got all these other players we want to pay. But certainly that's just one example. But the Broncos buyers at the trade deadline, well, uh, 71% say no. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, shouldn't surprise you, honestly. Uh, just uh, Bronco fans are are pretty realistic, you know, with the understanding that this is a team that doesn't look. They don't. More than anything, they may have the talent, 
they may, you know, have the coaching staff. They may have the season, the the schedule to get it done because season schedule makes a big deal too. They don't look like a team that should be in the postseason, right? I mean, a, a team that is botching timeout situations and time management against Tennessee. Teams that, simply put, they can't catch the football against New England. You know, these are these are really basic, fundamental things that unfortunately are frustrating the Broncos fan base, and they're not getting it done. And these are things that you gotta simply tune up before the postseason. You know, a, a postseason team should not be making these kind of errors, and yet Denver is. So I think most people are pretty realistic with the idea that Denver should not be buyers. They should be sellers, if anything. We'll get to your responses. Taylor says no. Most of these guys could either potentially be looking at uh, being available next offseason on lower contracts through the upcoming salary cap shrink or other guys of similar ability available then. Generally, trade deadline buying is for playoff teams. You know, that's that's the general. Um, I, I wouldn't say that's the rule uh, because I do, do think if you're a team that is somewhere in the realm you know, of uh, three and three, you know, four and three, uh, depending on how many games you've played. And, you know, you, you, you've had your ups, you've had your downs, but you're, you've got a schedule maybe that's a little bit favorable. You know what, honestly, even a team that's two and four, if you think that just simply put, you haven't been able to, 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 to put it all together. And I'm going to give LA actually Denver's opponent coming up next week here. Uh, LA, a perfect example, a team that's lost close to a lot of good teams. And then more than anything, they've got this new quarterback. They've got this new toy and Justin Herbert. And you say, you know what? This kid's starting to come around and we're beating the teams. We should now. And maybe with a softened schedule moving forward, the chargers even at the same record of the Denver Broncos are looking at this game and saying, man, you know what? We do want to add somebody at the deadline because we think we could make a run. Uh, I don't think Denver is there, but certainly, hey, <laughs> uh, Dove Valley thinks a little differently sometimes than what we do, so certainly going to be interesting. Steven says at this point, I think we should sell. If not going to re-sign Harris Simmons, see what you can get for both. Interesting. Just in case Locke isn't the guy and we need capital to trade up for a quarterback, and he particularly names Justin Fields. Brian just simply put, says, nah, nah, bro. Okay, all right. Josh says, sell, sell, sell. Clarence says, sell, sell, sell the whole damn franchise. Whoa! When did we get to this topic? At some point, we'll talk about the ownership. We've talked about the ownership situation on this podcast. Look, simply put, they've got to find a resolution to this. I don't know if waiting for Brittany Bolin is the correct resolution. I feel like this is what they believe is going to be the end goal here. Now, whether that actually happens and whether she's approved to be the owner, how long they have to wait is all going to get factored into this situation. And then you're going to shoehorn a couple lawsuits in there. And boy, it's going to get uh, very sticky and very complex. Uh, Blood in the city says, why in the hell would they be? Well, I don't know. You tell me. Why would they be? I'm just simply asking the question. And then Greg says, for what? No way. So, simply put, uh, most Bronco fans believe that, uh, well, they're not going to be buyers at the deadline. So, 
We will continue to cover it, though. Could they be sellers? Are they just going to simply hold put? Uh, that is what we will be discussing in future podcasts. Of course, as the trade deadline comes up in the first week of November, we'll be, of course, previewing the Chargers game as well, too. Exciting matchup between two young quarterbacks. One stock headed downward, one stock headed upward. A lot to like, I think, if you are a football fan in general in this game because you got two unknowns at quarterback and certainly always makes for some interesting play it's the broncos blitz podcast presented by DraftKings, america's top rated sports book you can of course sign up with our friends at DraftKings promo code mhs as uh, we're all done for the podcast if you like what we do on the podcast hey be sure to subscribe follow on the many different locations that you can find this podcast take it on the go with spreaker stitcher itunes spotify milehighsports.com is the website where you can read up on some writing some good reading from rich kurtzman regarding our first topic which of course was Garrett Bulls. You can read up on that again. MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. You can tweet me at Ronnie K Radio if you like the podcast or you think I'm an idiot. I don't care. I love to hear your feedback. At Ronnie K Radio on Twitter and on the email, Ronnie K at MileHighSports.com. All done for the Broncos Wits Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. A podcast from MileHighSports.com. And again, for more info on the Denver Broncos, check out MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.